Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Thor 3 was going to come out one day. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just fits it so well. I, I've seen, I've seen this song, uh, uh, seen the song, I guess. Yeah. Heard the song? I, I've, no, no, no you've I've seen, seen it used. I've seen yeah. it used fairly brilliantly now in two films. Now, of course, the, the now the, the first one I'm going to reference, of course, was a remake of this song, which is fine. Right. Because the remake was really well done, but it was Trent Reznor's remake for Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yes. yes. And that Yes, yes, I do remember that. That one. teaser trailer that used this song was uh, arguably the best teaser trailer for a film I have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It's a never, great cover. Uh, it's a great cover and I've never seen a trailer better than that one yeah. ever. And like it, it was it was fantastic. I'm not going to go into description because we talked about it I'm sure 30 years ago when mm. that happened, but uh l- like and other than that, the 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 best use of it i thought was in the trailer for thor ragnarok right until i saw the way they used it in the film yeah right twice so (laughs) amazing the reprise (laughs) yeah yeah no it was it was uh yes it was definitely a well it was a good use of the song do you got to tip the hat to the dennis leary cover from his unplugged concert that uh, that they did which uh was also hilarious. I'm sure that's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> I'm you sure it's it somewhere. To find that. Uh, it's not the full song, but it's amazing. What it I'm does. sure. I miss Dennis Leary when he was doing stand up. Is he, is he good acting old still? Dennis. Uh, not since that, that firefighter that, show that ended. That show think, ended, yeah. right? Yeah. He that means yeah. he don't need money. No, I know yeah. that, but but he's Dennis Leary always struck me as the kind of guy who doesn't work for the sake of money. It was he struck me as a guy who he worked for the sake of. Wanting to hear his voice heard. I wonder if he is producing something. He might be. That would be my guess. He might no. be. Yeah. yeah, he might be. Something um, out there is being produced by Dennis Leary. But with all of that being said. Yes, sir. 
This is Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 473. That's what the prep sheet says. Uh, we are calling this one The God of Episodes. Yes. I, I like nice. That. I like that title. <laughs> the God of Episodes. The Lord of Episodes. And, and, <laughs> and it mirrors one of my favorite lines in Thor, which I guess we will... Uh, Talk we'll about get to are that we going to go right we'll, into we'll, it? Well, no, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get there. We, we need to give fair spoiler warning because I think we're we're going to be spoilerific across the, the board. Well, get out of it. And uh, and we we should also say ahead of time when we do that. We, we last week we started putting times in. Yes, we and did. Telling folks, hey, uh, at was it twenty six minutes? At the twenty six minute mark was the end of the Stranger Things spoilers last week. So uh, we will do the same this week and make that a pattern. I'll, I'll note um, the times in down the show notes. In the in the, yeah. Before save you, we save you the spoilers. Before we jump into Thor, um, I think we should just quickly. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but I think we should just quickly revisit. Stranger Things. Oh. Because we've all seen it now. Yeah. When we talked about it last week, we had talked about it up oh, to the last right. two episodes. Right, 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 right. So now we can talk about it just quickly um, as a whole season and, yeah. and what our thoughts were. Um, I I don't think that it failed. I still loved it. I thought it was great. Does someone, yeah, nothing um, changes for me someone, from last week. Does someone think that it failed? There's still people out there oh, that, really? that do not enjoy it. Oh, that's but, you know, um, You're not going to make everybody happy yeah, of course. all the time. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, that's like and, and that's like not liking Thor. And yeah. and much like the people that have their issues with Thor, I don't care. Yeah, that's it. exactly. I, I've reached that <clears> point <throat> where I don't care. So is there any creed? I heard a rumor the other day that three and four are the last two. Yes, I've heard that as well. That is oh, correct. you did hear that? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I'm okay with that, though. I don't have a problem with it. I just find it interesting that they're already planning the end. Yeah, well, no. I think they've had a finite stretch in mind from have the start. They? Yeah, no, I that's, think so. It's been at least the the um, the rumor about it. I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but yeah. And I kind of feel like it's a finite story. <laughs> like, how many times can you go back to that well? Yeah, you know, good point. You know what I mean? Like, it's basically covering them it, through high school, right? But yep. it, it excites me that there's two more seasons left, right? And that they have an ending, and they can work towards that ending. And that they you're, can give us the story that they want to give us. You're not going to get a like, hand-handed finish that's right. rushed. Uh, Correct. There is a plan. There is a plan involved. And, that, and that's what would have made Lost so so good is if they were able to adhere to the plan that they wanted that to they wanted try to adhere to. Before, to stretching it out. Yeah, before ABC was yeah. like, uh, you need to make this 12 more seasons, please. Yeah, yeah, please. So, um, so yeah, Stranger Things 2, uh, done. The, too bad that I don't go to Hogwarts or we would have got yeah. more seasons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're, we're talking about Hogwarts later in the show. Oh. Um, oh. Have you guys seen the uh, the Jimmy Kimmel bit? I posted it on, on my or personal Jimmy. Facebook yesterday because for some reason I couldn't share it outside of that. I tried to share it to our page, Jimmy's, but I couldn't. Jimmy's mom just died. Oh, I did not know that. No, yeah. it's Jimmy he, he missed the Who did you say? Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, Kimmel. That's yeah. my fault. Did Sorry. you see... Um, uh, perfect stranger, <laughs> yes. Perfect stranger things. Asshole. Absolutely. No, I didn't. did you see that bit? No. Oh my god! So they get back uh, Bronson Pinchot and uh, Mark Lynn Baker. Mark, Mark Lynn Baker. Baker. And, and oh, by the way, I met two chillers ago. Yeah, yep. both so of them. It's the two of them reprising their yeah. roles as as Balky and cousin Larry. Yeah. in their apartment, and they have to take in. Um, uh, is it is it Balky's cousin? Demo Gorgon? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. I it was a cousin. It's really funny. Right, I'll have to look. It's very, really very funny. well done. And yeah, it, it was it was a nice surprise because it's a link that I never made, and I'm usually quick to yeah. do those those little mashups. And uh, yeah, Perfect Stranger Things never <laughs> so, never crossed so, my mind. So, so, so somebody's brilliant. Having met them two chillers ago, yeah. right? And I interviewed. I did a little piece with Mark Lynn Baker, which someday will get up on on the site. Um. Time, not a kind thing, is it? To Mark Lynn Baker? To, ever, to, to either of them. To anybody. To either of them. 
Holy Bronson Pinchot. Wears, I didn't even recognize yeah. Bronson Pinchot. Well, he looks like I was literally yeah. being introduced to him by Mark Limbay. Oh, this is Bron. I'm like, oh, and, I, and I'm just like, who the fuck is this? Oh, I'm like, wait, oh, wait, oh, yeah. wait. Yeah, he looks like he's been spackled with makeup. Yeah, <laughs> or, but that that, something. that being said, though, in in this video, they both looked pretty good. Yeah. I mean, made up for the video. They sure. both look pretty good. Yeah. And they hit on a lot of Perfect Strangers classics and a lot of really good Stranger Things classics. So I, it's check out that video. It's definitely nice. worth It's definitely worth. Very it. funny. Um, all right. Now we can move into Thor. We're going to go right on into that. Yeah, right? why not? Let's get so, it out of the way. Safe to say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's spoiler time now. Yes. So uh, check the spoiler show notes. Time. There will be a time listed when you can come on back and we'll be done with the spoilers, you know, uh, we, but we we used to have a spoiler alert thing. Did that not end up in the the, I, the sound it, machine? It was mentioned, but I, I, I have searched high and low yeah, and I have never found a spoiler. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah. Someday when I get my computer out of storage, <laughs> PK, so, I will so give you I'll, that. I'll let uh, I'll let Joker introduce it. And here we go. How's that? There you go. That works. Right. So yes, so Thor, we've all seen it. Yes, which is nice <laughs> indeed. It's, it's, this is and rare. It, <laughs> and and it was really I feel incumbent upon us to do so because if any one of us had not seen it, the other two that, would have exploded. Uh, not exploded, but it would have been it would have been fuck you season uh, on the fact that we are talking about the movie. <laughs> no, right? I, because holy crap! Th- well, this is look. This is on my. This was on my high list of I have to see this within the first couple of days. Just because. First of all, I've liked the first two Thor movies. Yep. I've liked almost every other MCU movie. Yeah. So, you know, I I had to see it within the first couple of days. Wait, which one didn't you like? Um, I've liked all of them, but... I hold some in higher regards than others. Well, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah, I don't think what's the lowest regard. I don't, regard? I don't think I rushed one... out. I don't think I rushed out to see Iron Man three right. opening weekend. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I might have waited like a week or two yeah. and saw it. Yeah, and, and but I still loved it. There's like, not when one it's on, that we're not entertained it. by. Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, on a know, couple weeks ago. That I kinda... it. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah. So we've all seen it, which is which is excellent. Well, um. All kidding aside, no joking. When does Justice League open? Is that this next coming week. week or is it next week? The uh, premiere is actually this week. It's this so week, I think right? it's the so following why week. the following week, yeah. I believe. So yeah. I'm not just being an ass. I legit don't know because it's just not on my radar right now. Yeah. Like, as I know I'll see it eventually, but I'm not rushing out in the theater right. to see it. I so, may have spoken to somebody who is connected <clears throat> yes. to that motion picture today who was flying out to the premiere, and they may have said to me, I really don't want to fucking go. I, I heard. Oh my god! I heard that the budget for the film is. Clo- Am I correct? Did you guys hear this? It's it's over four hundred million dollars yes. after yeah. all of the reshoots yeah. and shit. production yeah. stuff. It's it, so it it has to make. I read today in Forbes. I think it was. It has to make nine hundred and. Nine hundred million. Yeah, it needs to be like a billion dollars to be profitable. Yeah. It has to break nine hundred million oh. worldwide, worldwide to be profitable. Now, um, this well, let's same, not talk about Justice League. This is the yeah, same right. person also. Just, I mean, I can't really yeah. get, do it justice, but this person had the look on their face like someone shit in in their stew. <laughs> well, like it was real. Yeah, I was, shot I, in my stew. I felt I, I so bad for, <laughs> for this. <laughs> person i felt very bad wow anyway so thor thor Thor, ring your rock ron yarn gunk yeah yes um i i really liked it me too i really really i think that's the consensus we all had a great time Um, in that theater and i've been saying to people if you are not uh laughing your ass off uh, for a variety of reasons and really digging the action in the first 15 minutes of the film you're a dead person 
I, inside. You are. I don't. I don't think it's the <laughs> wow. second coming of Christ as far as Marvel films films are concerned. No, it, I, I, it there's isn't. some people that are like, it's the best one to date. It beats Guardians. Uh, we say I, that about every film, especially it, during the the rush of the opening of weekend. Course. Everybody's all adrenaline up. But remember what Eddie Murphy said: If you're starving, somebody gives you a cracker. That's the best cracker you ever ate. <laughs> mm. But we well, haven't had a Marvel movie since when? Homecoming. Right? Was the yeah, last one? What was that? A couple uh, of months. It was only a couple months like earlier this year. July, July, wasn't, wasn't it? it? Yeah. June, July. No, but but I don't want to. But I don't want to qualify it that way. I don't want to qualify it by the cracker analogy. No, 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 no. Because, I because I'm saying, really, really liked it. I, I know. I'm just saying <laughs> the talk of it being the second coming yeah. and the best one ever. Yeah. That's starvation talking. Yeah. That's all that is. <clears throat> um, but I really liked it. I thought people, it was amazing. Because people yeah. said that about Spider Man. Which was definitely yeah. not the you know the second coming of the Marvel universe mm. either. It had a. But it we'll had, talk about that later we, on. We will. Uh, it had everything that I wanted in the movie. Yeah. Um, I thought the humor was really well balanced. I don't think that it was over the top. I think that they used a lot of humor. Yeah. But they used it effectively. Effectively, like yeah. the whole movie wasn't a. Was in a, a knee slapper. There no. was some significant yeah. action it was, yeah. People are conveying it as though it is a, a knockdown, drag out comedy. And, and it that is so is, not, it just not isn't. A, an accurate portrayal. Was there a lot of stuff that was funny? Yes. yes. But that doesn't, make, yeah, that doesn't make it a comedy. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that was really funny. Yeah. I mean, I, the first, when Loki sees Thor, that entire like three minutes. Yeah. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Just watching him squirm in that seat. And just recall the Battle of New York. That yeah. was just really funny. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I, all, all all of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, again, we, we talked about spoilers. So what what OG was talking about is Thor returns to Asgard, <laughs> right? And Odin, yes, who is as as everyone knows at this point, and I'm not really spoiling anything, is Loki in disguise, right? Uh, is is being entertained by players who are who are acting out. Kind of the Loki positive version of the end of the Avengers yeah. movie, right. right? Fake news, fake yeah. news. Yeah, I mean, they're really like it's really funny. And then I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say, it's one of the highlights of the film for me. The the actors, yeah, who are brilliant por- cameos, who are portraying Loki, Thor, and Odin are hysterically funny should we say who they are i kind of want to say i mean we're we're, the the people that are listening at this point are people that have seen the film or just don't give a fuck about spoilers okay so So i so go for it sam neill is playing odin terrific brilliantly brilliant uh which one of the hemsworths it was luke luke hemsworth uh, you'll also know from uh, westworld correct right yeah he's playing thor right and and doing an unbelievable cameo in the movie is Matt, Matt Damon, Damon as Loki? As Loki, and so I am good. just dying. <laughs> I missed some of the dialogue. I got to go see it again. Yeah. I missed some of the dialogue because once I recognized it was Matt Damon, I was I was laughing. Yeah, and I missed it all over. All oh over. yeah, very well done. I mean, we and we could literally do this for the length of the movie to tell you about how each scene is just builds one on top of the other. But if we're like thirty thousand feet in the air, given the broad view of it. I think it was brilliantly, and away from the comedy, I think it was brilliantly written. Correct. Because the, the and we, won't give, we won't give this away, yeah. but the, the, uh, the resolution mm-hmm. of the issue, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. 
And there were a lot of things that I don't understand how they're going to come back a, a from. Great comedic bit in that too. <laughs> the uh, big monster. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I died. I don't understand how they're going to come back from that in certain ways. And you'll see the movie and you'll understand yeah. what I mean. Well, wait. No, we can talk about yeah. it. We've all so, yeah. so Asgard is destroyed. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And I was wondering the, why you're holding back. What's left of the Asgardians, which, by the way, all of Thor's friends are dead. Right. Everybody's yeah. and, dead, and Dave. And he is now the king of Asgard. Yeah. So uh, all his friends are gone. All that stuff's happening. And, Scourge is the only one alive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and Heimdall and, is alive. No, Scourge is dead. Didn't Scourge die? Did Scourge die? Yes, she killed him. Yeah. Oh, she did kill yeah, him. Heimdall is alive. Though. Heimdall's alive. Yeah. yeah. And Thor and Loki yeah. and and the Valkyrie. The, the Valkyrie. Yeah. yeah. So um, so uh, as the movie ends, Asgard is destroyed, and effectively, they're just all the Asgardians are just on a giant spaceship proceeding to Earth. Yeah. It's it's, bat- Until, it's Battlestar Asgard right yeah. now. Yeah. Is really what it is. Yeah. Except that they're none of them are going to make it to Earth. No. Because the first after credit stinger <laughs> is, is is pulling up behind Thanos's spaceship. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's a humo- the ship that they're on to have all the Asgardians that are left is alive ginormous. on it. Ginormous. It's humong- It is enormous. Yeah. And then and then they show it in front of the Thanos ship and it's like Tink, it's small. <laughs> so, like, I mean, presumably that's going to have some play, sure, in Infinity War. Correct. Yep. Um, and, and we know, and that makes sense because we know Valkyrie is in Infinity War, right. Heimdall's in Infinity War, right. Thor, Loki, all Infinity War. So, I'm guessing this is directly, yeah, this has got to directly lead into Infinity yep. War. This is the from, end of Rogue his, One. His angle. <laughs> this is, yeah, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. kind of. So, but but uh, the other part of that is. Uh, Thor's hammer has been destroyed. Correct. Mojinar is dead. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Uh, it's meow meow. Meow meow. <laughs> meow meow. The hammer is destroyed. <laughs> yes. And there's no like, oh, we saved the pieces so it could be fixed. Like nothing like that. Well, I mean, I don't know. That the, we saw. The pieces are in Norway. So. Well, that, well, that we saw. <laughs> right. Right. So that we, yeah. we don't know. Um uh, and Odin is is dead, dead. Yeah. but still a brilliant performance. But still yep. a brilliant performance. Brilliant performance. Yeah. And Odin Mufasa Thor at one point. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and, and and I think, and I'm going to say it also, I think probably my favorite line in the movie, it's the one that relates to the title of the episode. Yeah. He, you know, he's basically <clears throat> communing with his dead father and Thor says I can't do it I don't have the hammer and and Odin goes are you the god of hammers <laughs> and I was like mind blown Psha! wow Brilliant. are you the god of hammers what <laughs> no god that's great um yeah uh Kate Blanchett uh was amazing amazing as hella she doesn't she doesn't age no, she, she has age. stopped aging. She yeah. is glorious no matter what, and and I can't believe she didn't gain weight because the amount of scenery she ate, ate. Yeah. Yeah. throughout the course of this yeah. film is astounding. Yeah, but wow. in, in a gl- in a in a gl- in a glorious way, it good. works. It works for that uh, that, uh, that that final that final sequence on the bridge from the moment that started. Until it wrapped up was just beautifully, mm-hmm. wonderfully shot. Oh yeah, Hulk's inclusion was was perfect. Um, <laughs> what are you the god of again? <laughs> yeah, I love it. 
Um, that was so good. His entire time on uh, on the battle planet. What is it? What's the bus? Sakar. Sakar yeah. was was really good. Yeah. Korg was that the rock guys? Yeah. Name? Korg, yeah. Korg those, was really who is funny. Those, who those is Taika Waititi? By right. The way. Right. In uh, those I don't know. Was he doing the mocap as well, or did he just do the voice for that? I'm not probably sure. Probably he did the mocap. Probably some mocap too. Who is who is that? I know that name. It's not, uh, you know who Taika I thought it was? He's yeah. a director. Oh, is it the he's a director, director as well. Director. Yeah, oh, I didn't uh, know that. You, have you ever seen what the, what uh, what we do in the shadows? The uh, vampire documentary no, comedy with no. um, uh, 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 Clement. Are you doing your best, no. uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum? Uh, right I, I there, was, uh, the, uh, uh, Jermaine uh, uh, Clement. Uh, hello. Um, uh, <laughs> look that up. And I check will. It out. It's will. fucking hilarious. Um, those are actually characters from Planet Hulk. Yeah, well, well, His little friend Meek character. too, right? Well, yeah, yeah. well, well, Korg is actually a Korg is actually from Tales to Astonish sixty two or whatever that issue was from. Right, Thor fights him. Yeah. in that, but he's also in yes. So, so there's that, and then uh, and then also, you know who I thought that was? I thought that was that Australian. Is he Australian comedian? The fuck's his name? Jeffrey, Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries. Yeah. I thought it was Jim Jeffries because it sounded like yeah. him. It sounded like a really low key Jim Jeffries, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> "Who the fuck is this?" That was really good. I liked the Grandmaster. Jeff Goldblum was perfect. I yeah. don't understand everybody's problem with him. Like, you got Jeff Goldblum. What? Like, what were you expecting? But, but you know what, though, it's I. I actually felt like you got. You didn't get Jeff Goldblum doing a parody of Jeff Goldblum. No, like, you actually got Jeff Goldblum yeah. portraying that character in a in a really good way. I thought yeah. I, I, I was I was perfect with it. What, and are his you like stinger. the god of sparkles? Yeah, or what? his and, hand sparkle. And uh, and uh, uh, it's a it's a tie. Yeah, it's a tie. Yeah. Brilliant! <laughs> like what a great yeah. what a great uh, second stinger. Thanks to me. Yeah, you know you can't have a rebellion with without a you, got, you uh, gotta have to have a, a leader, a villain, a, uh, <laughs> someone to to rebel. Yeah, terrific! Against. Terrific! Um, yeah, the Doctor Strange cameo. We can talk about that. Yeah. Um, some people I know were like, I don't, I don't understand. Why did we need the Doctor Strange cameo? And my response to that was, well, that's twofold. I agree with you. You probably don't need the Doctor Strange cameo. Right. However, the thing I liked about the Doctor Strange cameo was it was a perfect comic book moment. Yes. yes. It was a perfect, like, it was a perfect, like, you pick up the new issue of Thor and in the corner in the 90s, it's got, in this issue, a Doctor Strange. And you get to those, like, six or seven pages and you're like, wow, that was a really good cameo. And for me, all that demonstrated was the richness and depth that Marvel has created in Correct. this universe. You didn't need Doctor Strange, but right. you know what? You have them. Yep. So why not use them? It's and, the new. It, it's the new part of of the rules that they have set. Mar- Marvel's cinematic universe uh, is its own thing entirely at this point. Yeah. The rules of the rules of filmmaking and movie making, as we we've known them all along, just simply don't apply. Absolutely, they have created a tr- a true cinematic universe that that encompasses their comic book world and they are translating their comic book world into into movies yes and spot on the rules well are said. their own well said so let's address the haters 
Okay. And the haters need to listen to exactly what PK said. Because, and we know a couple of these people. A lot of Who them, are like, the worst Marvel yeah. movie ever. Ruin the character. Yeah. Ruin the Walt Simonson storyline. Ruin the, Oh, stop, stop, ruin... stop. The, the Walt Simon. you can still obtain the Walt Simonson storyline if you go to Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. You can find yeah. all the issues. You can find, like, trades. You, like you can't ruin something because it isn't that thing. Just, okay. can we put the, just breaks on this for just one second. Yeah. Walt Simonson storyline. The reference to the Frog of Thunder. Uh-huh. No one in the theater. Yep. Everybody just kind of yep. like, uh, and I'm and me dying. too, and I'm the only one laughing, thawing yep. at the Frog Absolutely. of Thunder. Reference. I compl- I missed it when what? when Loki is one still t- Odin. Yes, and during the little play, and yeah. he Thor says to him, "One time you even turned me into a frog." Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I died. I was. Yeah. We were I mean, six I or eight, or I was eight or something <laughs> that like that. Sailed clean the fuck over my head. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I yeah. was laughing. Like an idiot. and the people <laughs> two rows in front of me must have been like, "Why is that funny?" Yeah, don't get it. Yeah, don't get it. Yeah. So anyway, what? It's just the frog, just the frog, yeah. boy. Brilliance, brilliance. Uh, anyway, so yes, back yeah, so, to so I mean, any any different number of storylines <laughs> from which this movie borrowed, all ruined by this yeah. movie, according to the haters. Well, here's the thing, uh, and just a little. Oh, I wish we had the old. Uh, uh, what was that bit that we used to do? That's where I stand. That's where I stand. Yeah. Is that what it was? So uh, it's basically, it, it comes really down to this. If you are, what year did Iron Man 1 come out? If we are oh, 10 eight, plus years, yeah. let's call it 10 years. Yeah. We're, we're 10 ish years into the Marvel Universe, and you are still complaining about the fact that it's not like the book. You have a bigger problem than this Thor and, movie. And, and also, th- this pers- perspective, too, we're 10 years in. And 17 films. Yeah. It took 50 years yeah. for Bond to get to 22. Yeah. And let's, I mean, so let's let's appreciate the fact the for a rules moment. rules are changed. Yeah. Appreciate, <laughs> appreciate the fact that in that short amount of time, the distance they come, like PK said. But let's also give it its due. It's not the books. It, it no, it's never not. will be the book. No, and it's film never been intended to be. Will the books. ever be the book? It has not been the book since Iron Man one. Yeah. Iron Man wasn't the books. Let's let's They're pick any movie based on a book. Loosely it's based. Never yeah. going to be just the book. like the the Ultimates line were their own thing. That they were modernized versions of. And here's a new Spider Man in in this modern era. So this is the this is the cinema version correct. of what is what is and happening. And it's right. its own storyline. It's correct. its own reality. Now, it's its own take. However yeah. you want to look at and it. And for the purists, people who have been reading the character for a long time, I actually thought they did a pretty healthy job of giving you. Like a weird union of Kirby and Simonson. And they got, and they did so many things. Right? Like, they pulled so many out, little tiny things, things out from different places. Like the, 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 the feel of it, the color yeah. scheme, they the design. Absolutely. Like, they could have ignored all of it. All of it. And the fact that they didn't, and the fact that they used successfully all that source material is something to be appreciated, not and, hated, and simply t- because. You don't agree with the direction they decided to go with the story. And just, just before before I let you lose, PK, mm-hmm. consider the fact that the first Thor movie was the poorest of the first round of movies as far as money goes. And guess what Thor 2 was? Also the poorest in that round. So guess what? If you don't tune Thor up and do something different this time around, it's a problem. It's a problem because... 
they're not experimenting anymore. And and if you haven't seen the new Black Panther trailer, you know what I'm talking about yeah. because that movie looks amazing as well. Or as PK likes to call it, dude jumps on cars. Yes. <laughs> yes. But it's uh, like if, if you think at this point that they don't need to mix it up, yeah. they do. And this is a great example of, uh, of I think, someone like Kevin Fahey and other people in that little circle going, all right. We have to do something a little different here. We have to try something. And they tried. And like every other Marvel thing, with the exception of the Inhumans, they have wildly, in my opinion, succeeded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it just, I, I, they just handled it well. Except the Inhumans. Yeah, except the Inhumans. Yeah. Go ahead. We, we have to also take into account, we have an opportunity here to enjoy being surprised again. By yeah. these stories, and, and uh, you know, listen, I I love a good adaptation. I love when someone takes something uh, that's beloved and and gives it its due and gives it and gives it a good faithful try. I I adore what Zack Snyder did with Watchmen. Yep. Um, and it's but it's it's slavishly faithful, and there's no surprises. And I've come to grips with with uh, the with, end. Well, the, the the shift in the end, yeah. but there but there's no real no no yeah, yeah I got it real got it. Uh, uh, dramatic changes uh, the the story overall everybody knows everybody has read it and knows where where it's generally headed right and the end um, in the movie was better yeah yeah that that's certainly arguable yep but uh, I, I appreciate a, a a good adaptation but it's it's also like how boring would it be for all of us to go into the theater and go well listen we we read the Infinity Gauntlet series in the 90s and we know this person this goes that goes this one goes that one goes this is the problem that's the problem this is what happens and then it's, this is how it's rectified of course what fucking fun is that at this point uh, in a universe where everything is is established as its as its own thing um yeah, it's this is it, this is this is a whole new universe, whole new world. Just yeah. just step into yeah. it, just re, enjoy, relax it. yourself yep. into it, and enjoy being surprised and enjoy being entertained. Uh, it's it's all I can really hammer home about yeah. this. Um, two two quick things that I thought was uh, one thing is a question, and one thing that I thought they cleaned up very nicely. All right. They went back and they cleaned up a possible mess. Um, when the first Thor film came out and you were in Odin's throne room, you saw Terrific. the gauntlet. I knew right? exactly where you're going. And everybody <laughs> was like, okay, well, how does this play in? And I honestly believe that when they did the first Thor movie, it was an Easter egg. It was a, uh, yeah, that's cool. Throw it in. Throw it in. And they totally figured out a way without spending a stupid amount of time on it. Oh, my God. To fix it. And so funny. Hella walks through, and she picks it up, and she throws it. Fake. Fake. Yep. fake. That oh, one's fake. Oh, oh, that one looks yeah. good. So <laughs> I thought that was a brilliant way to address that yeah. issue because that has been something that people have been banding oh, about yeah. for years. Um, the other thing is, did, did Loki did Loki steal the Tesseract again? Did we, think did, he, did we think he stole the Tesseract again? Did we see that? He walks past the Tesseract when he's in the throne room, right? And he stops, and he has that longing look. Yeah, and then and then you don't see him again until it cuts away. It right? cuts away. There is a scene in the in the unreleased trailer, <laughs> right? Because that hasn't been the Infinity Gauntlet trailer wasn't officially released. Right? No, I don't think okay, so. Okay, so there is a scene in the in the cam shot yeah, trailer, trailer that got released of mm-hmm. Loki. Hand in the tesseract to somebody. Yeah, I think so. I think he took the tesseract. I, it's I have a, a possibility that ended up in his pocket when he, yeah, <laughs> when he headed out of there. Oh, poor Loki. So never gets it right. No, but you, but Lo, Tom Hiddleston has played that character yeah, so brilliantly yeah, because absolutely. every to time, the nines. every time you hate him, 
you literally love him two minutes later. Mm-hmm. And and the relationship between him and Thor, in all of the films that the two of them have been in together, it, it's brilliant. It's grown so well. <laughs> all the Asgardians are trapped on the bridge. And this ship comes down. Your savior yeah, has arrived. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, just, and it looks just like the statue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, oh, man. So, so well. many things. Um, so Carl Urbana's Scourge was fantastic. Yeah, and, and mm. I was thinking about this, too, because, you know, he and Kate Blanchett, Lord of the Rings alum, yeah. never saw each other in Lord of the Rings. Never worked yeah. together in any of those films. That's right. So yeah, that that's right. interesting. Um, what's her name? Tessa Thompson <clears throat> that played Valkyrie. I thought she was great. She is outstanding. That character is is great. I thought they handled it really well, and I'm excited to see her inclusion in the future. Um, I, uh, I really dig her. I really dug her on Westworld. She is uh, yeah. fantastic on Westworld. And someone, uh, did you see the tweet? It, uh, unrelated to Thor, but did you see the, the tweet exchange? Someone mentioned something about, hey, if people are paying attention, uh, Tessa Thompson would be great in Saga. As um, what's her name? Oh yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, uh, that's what was good. Her name? I, I forget um, the name. Uh, Alana. 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 Yeah, and uh, and she basically quote tweeted and replied like, you know, I, I basically saying I, I'm yeah, I, yeah, I'm in. I'd love that. That would be uh, great fun. I'm obsessed with Saga. So uh, listen, listen, Hollywood, ha- put put an ear on that. Hollywood. They never so, uh, listen anyway. Yeah, I think, I think. Is there anything else? I think that I think that sums up Thor for us. Yeah. Kevin Spacey's gay Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, no one's shocked by that either. Um, um, yeah, that, that was secret uh, in history. Yeah, really. I think. Uh, shall I mark the time? Yes, thirty-three right. minutes. Thirty-three minutes. We're safe. <clears throat> All right. Let's let's. Do quit. you have it? Do you have it marked down? <coughs> do you have it marked down? I, I do. Now. Can't believe Loki died in this movie. <laughs> no, come on. Stop it. Let's let's quick go through just a <laughs> handful of these. Um, and then we can we can take our PK quickly uh, scratching like no damn it it's four more Son seconds. Up, uh. Amazon is in some sort of very early talks to have a Lord of the Rings TV series. Never happened. You don't think so? Never. Why not? Because so much of the rights are now owned by Peter Jackson, and unless Peter Jackson wants to do it, it's never going to happen. The Tolkien family hates everyone and everything right now after the Hobbit, so it's never going. It's never going to happen. Hmm. Well, I would bet. But money, do you read the, unless they? But the article says that the Tolkien estate is is behind shopping it around. Okay, yeah. so if they're shopping it around, if the Tolkien estate is behind okay. shopping it around, and they're not necessarily, be... we're not necessarily talking another retelling of what Peter Jackson's already no, told with the be... books. I mean, we, there's so much other rich material. I think sure. Game of Thrones it up on from uh, from from about a million different appendices. No, no, no. I think they would read. No, I think they would start from scratch with a new cast, mm-hmm. and they would draw it out even longer because it would be several seasons. And I can't. I, I just can't imagine them doing that. I don't know. I could. We'll see. I, I could see it. I, I, it's too soon. <laughs> Is it no one think it's too soon? <clears throat> nah. In, not I in 2017. Not in 2017. Exactly. Ten years ago? Maybe. Not I, in 2017. Mm, everything comes and out the, on the and tails the, of everything The else. original three films, like, discount The Hobbit. Discount The Hobbit. Everybody kind of When did Return the of the King come out? But the, those those three that's are... ten... Is it ten years? Uh, longer than that. Maybe that's even longer. So? That's... I mean... I don't know, so, but it's just... Right. I don't know. It feels... Yeah. I don't know. It feels too soon. And if there's a company that's <laughs> able to drive a truckload of money to the Tolkien estate and say, gimme... I mean, it's fucking Amazon. Amazon is true. definitely up there. Yeah. Oh, uh, we'll see. I guess. I don't know. Um, I, I'm very wary. I think we're that. gonna skip over that next one because I. Why? Well, we'll talk about it, but that's we'll important. talk about it. In we'll save two. it for a little later. For oh, segment two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. Asher Angel uh, has been cast to play Billy Batson in Shazam. 
And who in the fuck is Asher? I have no idea, but he is... Uh, I hired Asher Angel to play Billy Batson so, in my bombastic... So he is definitely Billy Batson. Zach Levy is definitely Shazam. <laughs> Still don't understand how that's going to work. Oh, look. They're trying to get Mark Strong for the villain? <clears throat> yeah. Dr. Savannah is going to be <clears throat> the villain in this film? Yes, sir. I thought it was Black Adam. No, we've been saying. We I know. Last I, week I, I, that I, wouldn't happen. No, I, we've I, been saying it for a year that Black Adam sorry, is not going to appear in the. What Shazam I meant film. was, it should be Black Adam. Yeah, but it's never been Black. All Adam. right, Black Adam. So, well, I don't care I, I, if Mark Strong is getting work. Yeah, who gives a shit? Right, so now that you brought up Black Adam, and I was going to skip this, it's not even on the prep sheet. Oh, we're going to say this super fast right. to address it super fast. Right. Uh oh, an article. Popped up on the internet today yep. from the rap uh, saying that the Black Adam's first appearance was going to be in Suicide Squad 2. When I read that article, I was like, this sounds like hot garbage. And so I clicked on the source material, and the writer of that article is Umberto Gonzalez, who you might know as <laughs> El Maybe. El Maybe. So, El Maybe. so take that story with a huge grain of salt. Moving on. Okay. Wow, you, you, you went and maybe <laughs> I put it on Twitter today too. I've all I put was check the source people hashtag L maybe strikes. <laughs> Blake Ritson cast as Brainiac in Sci-Fi's Krypton series. Correct. Um. So the Krypton series, based Billy on what Batson, we saw in that Blake original Ritson that little Brainiac. trailer and what we read, I actually am sort of interested in this series because, in my opinion, the best part of Man of Steel. Was that first 15 or 20 minutes. In Krypton. Which was kind of that. Krypton. Which was the part on Krypton before, you know, when Superman was a baby. It's blah, blah, Krypton. Blah. And that's kind of what this series is. It is forbidden for you to interfere in human history. <laughs> Using Brainiac as the big bad is <laughs> totally logical. Jesse Rath. Krypton. Has been cast as Brainiac 5. No, it's worse. It's genocide. <laughs> has been cast as Brainiac 5 for an episode of Supergirl or or episodes of Supergirl later this season. A lot of fucking Brainiacs going on around here. <laughs> but that's why I put them back to back, sir. Ain't none of them running the studio, you, though. You put them back to Brainiac. There you go. <laughs> Hasbro and Paramount have struck a five-year film deal. So cool. So cool. Can we talk about this for 20 minutes? No. no. Nobody can. Well, look. We they've already had that they already have the Transformers series under their belt. It could mean a return to Joe no. in some capacity. What I'm hoping for is, you know, the same thing I'm always hoping for, Pinky. Mask. That's what That's I'm hoping never for. Hasbro still has the rights. The uh, comic book, although I'm not reading it, but the comic book is actually pretty successful right oh, now. Oh, is that right? There are three of them, I think, under oh, the IDW oh. imprint. So IDW would print anything. I'm I'm Sorry to say at this point. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. All right, let's do like one or two more things and then take a break because we're running long. Wentworth Miller. Wentworth! Is going to make his final appearance as Captain Cold um, in a s episode of The Flash and then another episode of Legends of Tomorrow later this season. Sure he is. Um, I'm kind of bummed that he's leaving. I don't believe he's leaving because we'll he see. said this before. He's yeah. like the goddamn who. Well, he hasn't been on it in a while. He was in a flashback, I think, one Yeah, episode. that means yeah. he's on it, sir. But, so we'll see how he actually appears. But uh, mm, yeah. No, no, this is our farewell tour. No, 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 no. That wasn't our farewell tour. 
this, this is on farewell to him. No, he's not going anywhere. In a tweet, in direct response to a fan, Evan Rachel Wood said, uh, spring 2018. Yes, yep. yes, I did sleep with Marilyn Manson. Uh, spring 2018 for Westworld season two. Um, that's good news because that's a little bit sooner than I think we thought we were going to get it. I thought, I honestly thought we weren't going to get it until the end of 2018. Spring 2018 has been buzzing around for a has while, it? though. Oh, okay. Yeah. I um, thought it was closer to the fall. I, before this news hit, I, I definitely had that in my head, and I, I've been correcting. There's some dude that was bouncing around a Westworld comment thread on Facebook, like, not till 2019, not till 2019, and I'm like, and I jumped in every comment thread yeah. that he jumped in with the 2019. I'm like, you're wrong! It's spring of 2018. <laughs> So and now Evan Rachel Wold has, uh, now the, has uh, the next, confirmed the, that. The next one's so actually excited. really exciting based on the success he's already had with a comic franchise. I don't think PK has ever read this book. Blu-ray what? Comes, Blu-ray comes tomorrow, by the way, for uh, Westworld. No. I, I own The Boys, but I have I have not okay. uh, devoted well, the time to reading it. All of it, it like, yet. collected? Yeah, I bought, oh, I, oh, okay. I, I bought the entire run oh, you on can't uh, read it in episode. You can't read in issues. It'll drive you nuts. I, I read oh, yeah. it. Oh, you can't read it in issues. I have never read all of it. Binge read it? I've probably what? read the first 25 issues. But did you read them as they came, <clears throat> or did you read them? No, I read those 25 issues in, like... A three-day period. So you know what I mean. Yeah. When you get to the end of an issue, you're like, no, no, I want more. So Seth Rogen yeah. um, and Evan Goldberg was like that too. Yep, are going to be developing another Garth Ennis property, this time for Amazon, The Boys. Um, again, based on the success of Preacher and how he's handled the Preacher. <laughs> and, the failure, and the failure of Green Hornet. Um, so as crazy, I think he's redeemed the failure of Green Hornet, sir. As crazy <laughs> never. as you think, Preacher. never, <laughs> as never will he have redeemed for the Green Hornet. I'm sorry, never will he have. Redeemed. Uh, he's, he's redeemed the Green Hornet a hundred times. No, before. he has. Yes, he has. Um, if you think, <laughs> if you think Preacher, not only the show but the book. If you think Preacher, not only the show but the book. Is a crazy show, and oh, you do yeah. not understand how oh, that is the, on the AMC. boys. Oh, is going to be an interesting boys, translation. The boys takes it to eleven the, because I. And that's why it's on not, Amazon. It's Amazon. I've not read the boys, but I've leafed through the boys. I don't know how the fuck they're going to pull the that boys off. You watch quite, American Gods, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. kindergarten. <laughs> it is the most visceral, sexually charged. Like I, I, I I'm pretty sure one of the leads. Says cunt at least twice within the first five issues. Mm-hmm. I, I feel as though I remember yeah. reading that. Um, That's the least of it, and 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 not in a not in a friendly, playful Billy Connolly kind of way. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say. I was about to say. You know, Beg. You know, Begbie says yeah. cunt every other word in Train Spotting. Yeah. Not in that way. No, not in that way. In a in a very derogatory. We're in a. And a hard, no, Kunt leaves the out of figure out what Kunt did it. Yeah. He goes for the hard C, I'm he, guessing. For the yeah? hard C, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> not for not like a not like a Jack Black kick to the cunt. We're going for <laughs> We're going right for the jugular. Oh, we're, we're so getting slapped with the uh the <clears throat> the uh what you call it, the language uh, nah, tag. We use the NSFW tag. I'm just saying. Do we have product for segment two or no? Today? I have. I, I don't have any. All right. So the so good. So that I, I got, I got movies somewhere. for segment two. That's all, right, all I got. So we're gonna blow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna do this last thing, and then we'll save 20th Century Fox and movies for segment two. 20th. Uh, Niantic Studios, the uh, the company behind Pokemon Go, oh, is currently fuck. developing a Harry Potter augmented reality game. Do 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 do. That's a problem. Uh, PK 
will be in the streets. That's a problem. Are you kidding me? I I will probably look. I dabbled in Pokemon Go because I wanted to know what it was all about. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I get why this is addictive. I just don't care enough about Pokemon right. to stick with it. Yeah, this is problematic. All, all I ask is that you don't play the game. Have yeah. a, I, I have no qualms about the <clears throat> game. I have no qualms about the game. Game is the game, and that's fine. Enjoy the game. Enjoy things. I want people to enjoy things. But just don't be an oblivious dick. Of course. Of course. Pay attention to shit. Don't trample people. Calm down. It's a game. It's a game. It's a game. Calm down. It's a game. That's all I want. All right. I still see, like, I'd be driving, like, on a Saturday or a Sunday morning, and, like, I'll just pull, like, through some little, this happened at least three or four times. I'm pulling through some little random town somewhere. Like, I, I don't even know a name of town off the top of my head. Oh, where's that arcade? Uh, the retro arcade place. Somerville. 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 Yeah. Bar, uh, not Barcade. Yesterday. Yesterday. I'm rolling through Somerville yeah. right down the street from there. Bastard There's 30 people. 30 people standing. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, they got to be playing. Oh, yeah. It, yep. It's still a lot of people still play. It's still going on. I uh, and and it's I, I'm happy with it now. L- listen, those people yeah. can en- enjoy the game. That's great. I you know I play around with fire. I do weird yeah. shit too. Um, but just don't be stupid about it. When that game first came out, I and and I naturally it was it came out at a time where I was in and out of New York with uh, I think I was rehearsing something. Yeah, um, might have been Dimension Americana. I don't remember. But I get, getting coming out of fucking Penn Station and literally like like getting nearly trampled by people. Chasing a fucking cartoon character. There's on their a Pikachu screen. in Central Park, and I, and I it was instant yeah. hate for the game because people just just don't know how to fucking yeah. indulge calmly, calmly. in yeah. things. So Harry Potter fans, show your 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 British resolve, right. and just be fucking cool about it. Okay. Yes, that's all I want. All right, let's take a break. That sounds good. With that, OG, we will bring this episode no. to a break. Yes. What? What? I can't say something a different way? No. Regimental. <laughs> I'm a purist when it comes to geek <laughs> stuff. No! No, I've listened to geek stuff for... They suck because you, they you, went to break you different. You ruined the whole you podcast. You ruined the whole podcast for me! <laughs> and we'll be right back with episode 473, The God of Episodes. Ah, hello there. This is Sven Gulli from MeTV, and you're listening to Super Game Stuff with Coke Logic. <laughs> Ahoy hoy, welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn has new story DLC, and it's out right now, titled The Frozen Wilds. I loved Horizon Zero Dawn so much that I completely went media dark on this DLC, and I realize how informative that is for a podcast, so I'm sorry. But I can tell you, people are digging the DLC, and if you liked Horizon Zero Dawn, go ahead and pick this up because it's more Horizon Zero Dawn. It's really, really good. At least that's my plan. The Frozen Wilds DLC is out now for $20 on PlayStation 4. (laughs) Activision totally called it. Sensing the Call of Duty franchise might have gone too far with their future set, Infinite Warfare, a classic Call of Duty game was already in development, with Call of Duty World War II. Much like the first couple of Call of Duty games, World War II is set during World War II. And like every Call of Duty release, it's divisive. Some people love the return of form, while others think they went too far back in history. Personally, I think the sweet spot was the near-future Black Ops setting, but the bottom line is you can run around a corner and shoot people in the face. And that's still fun. 
Call of Duty World War II is out now for $60 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. The maybe follow-up to Sonic Generations is out now with Sonic Forces. Play as classic Sonic or new Sonic as you run forward in both 2D and 3D levels. While most 3D Sonic games are pure dog shit, Sonic Generations completely nailed it and turned out to be one of the best of those type of games. And Sonic Forces seems to be more of that. And you can create your own Sonic-style hero mascot and play as that monstrosity. Sonic Forces is out now for $40 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Paris Games Week is an event I never actually thought was a thing until it happened last week, so I was very pleased when things were announced. A few noteworthy titles were Spelunky 2, the sequel to the instant classic 2D roguelike action game. Guacamelee 2, the sequel to the extremely fun 2D Metroid action game. And the announcement of the official release date for PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for Xbox One, which is December 12th. Cutting it close for the holiday buying season, but it's absolutely necessary to be on the market. <laughs> the brand new system Xbox One X has been released. The most powerful home console ever, with the laziest name ever. Project Scorpio was such a badass name and it got traction from the community. Why not just keep that? They have their Project Scorpio Day 1 editions. Just roll with it. The other mistake was the console's mission statement was uncompromised 4K resolution, which was totally compromised. The resolution on most of the games doesn't hit 4K, although the Xbox One X does do a great job of upscaling to 4K, just like the PlayStation 4 Pro. But unlike the PlayStation 4 Pro, the Xbox One X costs $500, which is significant because no console has ever been a success at the $500 price point. The PlayStation 3 had this problem, and the Xbox One had this problem. Yes, remember back just a few years ago when Microsoft dealt with this very thing, the more expensive console? But hey, eventually the price will come down to like $400 and people won't write it off so quickly. So who's the console for? Xbox fans. If you're brand loyal to Microsoft and just refuse to come over to the Sony side, here is a system that is not dog shit. And what do I mean by dog shit? 900p at 26 frames per second. Like the base Xbox One is known for. That's not fanboyism. Those are numbers. They don't lie. They can't. Both Sony and Microsoft cheaped out this generation, but Microsoft really saved a nickel. So now the Xbox fan can buy the newer Xbox One X and have games that run the best. Third-party games are really going to shine and outpace the PlayStation 4 Pro. But not just Xbox One X games. Xbox 360 games and original Xbox games will get a boost in resolution and frame rate, which might be the best part of Xbox One X, to have an entire catalog under one system. But then again, the catalog doesn't have Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a Sony exclusive. Sick burn. The Xbox One X is out now for $500. And finally, believe it or not, the 2016 version of Doom is coming to the Nintendo Switch. I didn't think that was possible, to have a version of a modern console game running on a handheld. Truly, this is the future. If it runs well, of course. Which you'll find out when Doom comes out this Friday for $60 on the Nintendo Switch. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Build your own R2-D2, the ultimate interactive droid. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Call toll-free now on 877-544-6779 or go to buildr2d2.com and we'll send you your first monthly pack, including four magazines and model parts, all for just $9.99. Your R2-D2 model comes complete with voice recognition, sensors, 
remote control app and camera, plus magazines packed with fascinating behind-the-scenes facts. Explore the amazing world of building the galaxy, droid directory, understanding robotics, as well as your easy step-by-step -step assembly guide. Start building your favorite droid today. This offer is not available in stores, so go online to buildr2d2.com or call toll-free now and get your first monthly pack for just $9.99 today. Model Space. We Spartans are descended from Hercules himself. Taught never to retreat, never to surrender. Taught that death in the battlefield is the greatest glory he could achieve in his life. Spartans, the finest soldiers the world has ever known. This is David Wynnum from 300. Hey, this is Gerard Butler from Frank Miller's 300. Hey, this is Zack Snyder from 300, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. This is Sparta! Oh, 300. I love Damn. that Damn. was so good. The sequel, I thought, was also good. Was it, I didn't hate it. Called? I didn't hate it. Rise uh, of an Empire? Rise yeah. Of the, yeah, Rise, rise of, of something. Not the Empire. I think it's Rise of an Empire. Yeah. Oh, rise of something. Not R terrible. And Ava, yeah. Ava, Ava, no. Ava Green. Oh. And, and totally, <laughs> totally compatible with the previous yeah, movie. Well, yep. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yep, yep. I thought it was really good. Anyways. Anyways. We got some plugs. Well, some first sponsors. of all, uh, you, you, how can we? We would be remiss not to mention uh, buildr2d2.com. Uh, we have been talking about it for such a long time. Build this half scale R2D2 with so many features, it takes an entire poster to list them all. Wi Fi enabled, uh, communication just like the authentic one, projector, realistic droid movement, and more. Uh, the best part about it is something like this costs you a few thousand dollars if you buy it, but no, you get a little bit each month. You pay a little bit each month, and you put it together yourself. You build it, you create it, and then he's yours. Check him out over at buildr2d2.com, and what's the phone number? 877-544-6779. Yes. Of course, coming up in a few weeks, uh, New Jersey Comic Book Expo. The New Jersey Comic Expo is a family-friendly celebration of comic books and everything pop culture taking place on November 18th and 19th at the New Jersey Convention and Expo Center in Edison, New Jersey. Oh, it's family-friendly. That's why PK can't go. <laughs> the New Jersey Comic <laughs> Expo is the place for comic book fans, geeks, and creatives to come together as a community and revel in the fun and entertainment with events featuring the Liberty Science Center cosplay, workshops, celebrity, and creative guests and a whole lot more get your tickets now over at new jersey comic expo.com we will of course be there um on sunday the 19th sunday 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 friend of this show the always stupendous anthony helmer at anthony.helmer on instagram.com is going to be there he'll be over in artist alley booth uh d9 d9 so uh, you can hit him up uh either on instagram or anthony helmer at gmail.com for uh, commissions. I don't know if he has closed his commissions at this point, but oh, you, he should might have. you should reach out to him and find out. But I know he'll have prints and other stuff for sale as well. Yes. And lollipops. Um, and lollipops. Mention That's... Big Kev's Geek Stuff yeah. for a free lollipop at Booth yes. D9. And also, <laughs> um, friend of this show, longtime friend of this show, uh, George Vega at Vegamation Press, um, he has <laughs> two events coming up, and we are doing an epic giveaway with him but we're going to announce that next week oh. we're not going to announce it this week oh. um, at New Jersey Comic Expo he's going to be over at booth E3 um, he's also going to be up at the uh, he's also going to be at the art pop up in Brooklyn on November 11th if you go to um, 
theart.nyc. You can Another, get more information on it. Theart. Theart? Yeah. Yes. Theart. Dot NYC, yeah. So the art dot NYC, it's an art pop up in Brooklyn. He's going to be there as oh, that's, well. That's actually this week. Yes. Oh wow. And you could check him out on <clears throat> Etsy if you go to Etsy dot com backslash George Vega Art. That's uh, George G E R G E V E G A A R T. So uh, check him out. And then of course Geekfully is coming up uh, November eighteenth as well. Um, Mentioned Big so, Kev's yeah. geek stuff at booth E three. Get yourself a lollipop. I, I don't. I don't know what that. That's is. what it says on my copy. It is not what it says on your copy. It says George Vega will be handing out lollipops for those who mention Big Kev's geek stuff George? at New Jersey Comic uh, Comic Expo booth E three. George, oh, yeah. I think Big Kev is having a stroke. Mention oh, wait, look because earlier he said he smelt burnt toast. My notes don't say, trust uh, what he's saying. Mention the Helmer Vega lollipop contingent. Yeah, thank you, PK. Yeah, I have that. What is too. this Inception booth E three <laughs> booth D nine lollipops for those who mention Big Kev's geek stuff. All right, <laughs> I can't promise any of those things. All right, let's move on though. We have some. We have a few more things to talk about. Oh. Do you do you want to talk about films that you saw? Uh, what do you? What, what yeah, do you want? let's do that. I'll do that. Okay. What do you want? Do you I've, want? I've had I've had a good week of of playing catch up with uh, with all the things that I've been excited about uh, that I've missed, and um, I'm going to start with probably the lowest tier one because it was also the first one that started this whole avalanche of of being up to date on films. Uh, I saw the Dark Tower finally. Okay. And I I oh my. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I've sh- I shared on this show my, sure. my excitement that it was happening, and, and, I, and I had optimism for it. And uh, We all did. Uh, here's the thing. It had optimism. That, that was the key. We all I, had. Yeah. I didn't despise it. Well, that's good. I, I didn't hate it. I, didn't, I don't consider it a, a travesty against humanity, like as, as, as I was expected did to. Did it ruin the books for you? Uh, and uh, <laughs> and the, the, the books, no, because you know I'm, why? I'm joking. The books are on my <laughs> yes, shelf. of course. Uh, ready to be reread. I'm actually, I'm starting a, a reread uh, in audio format uh, probably this week. That's what it's uh, referred is, to as the cleansing. Yeah. After the super fan but is, uh, is uh, upset by the movie, they have to go back to the source material to cleanse. Yeah. Here's the way I look at it and the reason that I don't hate it. I, I look at it from a perspective of how I have to look at David Lynch's Dune film. Sure. Where it's its own reality Fair. and uh, it's its own adaptation. And what's uh, for those of you that have read, have read The Dark Tower, I'll be vague uh, for those that haven't. Um, but what this – what the film – I, the way I look at the film is it's just another turn around the wheel, uh, likely one that happened before the books ever happened. Uh, maybe it happened after the books happened. I don't know. But it's just another turn of the wheel, uh, and that's how that particular turn went, and that's over. And okay. I, I don't know that they'll revisit that universe again. I, 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 I'm, I would hope they wouldn't. I think they've – Well, the next I step think the seems film, to be TV. Yeah, the film suffers greatly from – and it's, it visibly suffers from – 950,000 chefs yeah. involved in trying to make this thing happen uh, and the, the studio meddling of Sony. Uh, and boy, can Sony metal? Uh, no. Yeah. What? Boy, can they fuck up a, a, a project. They can so, fuck up toast. So it's, 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 it's smell. tangibly too many chefs in there and, and the Funny film on suffers, but it has great stuff to look at too. I mean, Idris Elba, I think is, is really good sure. as Roland. I think the kid that plays Jake is, is excellent. And I dig Matt, Matthew McConaughey is the man in black. Um, the, the writing they gave him wasn't so great, but his portrayal was, uh, was intriguing. So yeah, I, uh, I dig, uh, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. And that's the end of that. Uh, Spoiler alert, the worm is the spice. Yeah. Let's move on. Moving on. uh, The the exciting one, 
uh, for Kev, I think, because he was so upset with me for missing yeah. this. I finally caught up with Blade Runner oh, after, yeah. after thinking I missed it. Right. I, I thought I missed my window, sorry, and, and then it I popped up. breakdown. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was hurt. Uh, and then uh, my MoviePass card came in. MoviePass, a very cool service. I'll talk about that some other time. But the very first film I used my MoviePass on was Blade Runner 2049, and it was fucking amazing. Glad you get it, them posters now. Right? Yeah, it's every it's everything I wanted. It is everything a near perfect I sequel wanted, and it's mm-hmm. it's easily uh, in, within the top ten of as far as uh, best sequels uh, in cinema. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. agree. Uh, it potentially could reach a top fiver. I have to I have to mull on that and and think. Well, that you over, haven't seen Train Spotting two. Uh, I have not seen Train Spotting two, which so, was yeah. also brilliant. Which too. you have similar sentiments yeah. about, but it, it, it is it is a trem- it's a tremendous piece of work, and it really. It really comes back to that world that Ridley Scott established in 1982 oh, yeah. seamlessly, and uh, uh, yeah, I it, it was it was the kind of movie where the credits rolled, and it was like three minutes into the credits, and I realized I had not blinked, and I'm yeah. not sure if I had yeah. taken a breath, and I just <clears throat> stared slack jawed at the screen, uh, now, just having taken in that entire experience. Now I have not wonderful. been to a lot of movies with PK, right? A couple probably. I have been to a lot of movies with OG. Yeah. So when I say to OG, I need to blink. Yeah. I need to nod my head during this. I stretch my that's, neck. That's, that's, that's impressive. I do, yeah, I know. That's impressive. That's Stayed awake the whole film. The whole film. Wow. It is. Uh, it's riveting. It's. It suffers uh, in a box office perspective. It's. I've heard talk that it's. It, they feel is underperformed. But yes. it's. Yeah. But it needs just to, like the original. Yeah. It, it is, and this will carry on with the original. I think in a, in a cult following. I absolutely will absolutely. buy this day of release. Oh, I'll yeah. be purchasing this. Totally. But it's. Um. Uh, it, it's. It's deep dive. Heavy, heavy science fiction, and that's a hard thing to sell. Yeah. It's a hard thing to sell. Uh, people uh, from expect from sci-fi their Star Wars. Right. They expect their space battles and Guardians of the Galaxy. They expect that kind of high action, colorful, spacey shit. And this is this is sad, brainy, dy- dystopian, uh, you know, yeah. dreary sort of sort of film. It's a very heavy filmmaking. The original is very very heavy, and so is this one. And uh, but it's. I mean, it, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful, remarkable film. So and also and had... Roger Deakins, so help me, deserves another nomination. And so help me, deserves a win, finally, for his cinematography. And I, I'm just bracing myself because I know he's going to get hosed again. But boy, does he deserve it. Every shot's a masterpiece. Everyone. So you had you had Thor also. I uh, had Thor uh, also. And there was, uh, was, there was one more. War of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, War of the Planet of the Apes. War of the Planet of the Apes. I caught up. Thank yeah. you. I caught up on that last night. Uh Love it! What a great way to close yeah. out that trilogy. Terrific! I believe it's the end as far as Apes is concerned. I don't know, so? uh, at least as far as Matt Reeves is concerned. I think mm. he kind of had his little hand in that trilogy. This is the fourth one or the third? third? This is the third one. Oh, I thought it was the fourth. And uh, and it, I think it's over and done mm-hmm. with on that perspective. Whether they re- I hope whether um, they uh, uh, they choose to revisit that universe. Uh, and and bring into the fold the uh, the astronauts who were lost that you heard about on the news. Yeah, uh, in the first film, uh, which is Charles, which Heston. Is Heston, yeah, Heston, yeah. and all that return. I wonder. I don't know if they'll come back to this world uh, with them and their return. Remake the original, but up. in this universe, yeah, I think would be brilliant. I think it would be brilliant, and, yeah. and I would love to see it. I just don't know if that's what they're doing. If they leave it as it is, it's a it is a beautiful trilogy. Yep. I've, I've loved all three of these mm-hmm. films, and War of the Planet, Planet of the Apes is no different. Yeah. Yeah. It has great emotion in it. It's uh, it's it's a very uh, exciting and uh, an adrenaline loaded film too, and it's uh, it's just amazing the amount of emotion that they can pull out of you for what 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 are essentially. 
CGI fabrications. Yeah. And that's a testament to not only the, the meticulous work of the CGI work, but the brilliance of the motion capture, especially on, on the part of Andy Serkis. The man right. is a, yeah, the is man. A, is is the motion capture guy? Yeah. He is an absolute genius, and uh, it's He's a beautiful apes before. Yeah, yeah. beautiful so. film. So I, I definitely, uh, definitely, really dug it. Definitely, highly recommend that as well. And yeah, that's uh, I'm all caught up on my shit that I was cool. looking for. Let's close out the evening talking about the uh, exciting, I say, first foray into something that I think has to happen, which is Disney in talks to purchase 20th Century Fox now. That will include the movie studio Correct. and the TV properties. Correct. It will not include sports and news. Correct. Which Disney couldn't care less about. They don't about. care. They're right. Nope. Um, yep. And the important thing about so when this article came out, the internet exploded, right? Especially yeah. in the geek Oh, my God. Because, you know, the implications are huge. Are, there are two <laughs> humongous implications. Sure. One is Disney will finally own the... Uh, the circulation rights to the original Star Wars. That's Correct. the one. Yep. And that is humongous for a number of reasons. One, Disney can never re-release Star right. Wars, only the special edition. They can't re-release the uncut edition. Right. They can't put out the uncut edition on DVD. This is stuff that the fans have been clamoring for since the special editions right. came out. Yep. So do that math and see how long that is. So that's the first big one. That's humongous. The second thing is... All the Fox properties that Marvel currently has go back to Marvel. Now, I don't see any sort of melding of the X-Men yeah. universe or anything crazy like that. However, what I do see is the number one key thing about the Marvel franchise that this helps is it gives us Reed Richards. Yep. Right. Reed Richards will be, if this happens, he will be the Stark moving forward. Yeah. That has to happen. And they, they phase four is it, it, he's got to downplay Stark and in comes somebody else. It has to happen. And Reed Richards is the only guy that can do that. They have to get the fantastic on, on, a, on a slightly lower level, but kind of significant for Disney is they get Avatar. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fully. Oh, yeah. Huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they get a number. They get Avatar. They get Predator. Of course. But, but Avatar is big, especially with. The park in, in, yep. in Animal Kingdom. Yep, yep, I mean, yep. that's big well, to actually fully have that franchise. Yes, right now. Yep. We don't know what's okay, going to happen. But you know what I'm saying. Um, Planet of the Apes. But here's the thing, though. Kingsman. Here's the thing, though. Die Hard. You yeah. have to really read the article, right? The article yeah. is really like, yeah, they had some talks. But yeah, the, this is very But the early. most important part of this article is that their talks are not actually active right now. Disney. Right. <laughs> Disney is feeling them out. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because Fox has a lot of problems. Well, and Fox is Fox is saying so the other part of this article is that Fox is saying that they want to go back to focusing on sports and news. Yep. Which is which is really the only things that are probably significantly profitable for them. They're t they have some really good TV shows, but they kind of wax and wane, and you know, Fox cancels shit after three episodes. So, and their news is practically as fictional as the fake news. <laughs> it might, it might the movies be, they're putting out more fictional than the gifted. Yeah, might as well be a TV show. Um, so yeah, so look, this is exciting. What it means, I don't think it means anything anytime soon. 
Um, but it certainly has huge implications. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't think it means anything uh, before, uh, certainly before Infinity War. And no. if it no, means no, anything, no, no, it's no. not anything that's going to mean no. anything until after the second Infinity no, War, no, no. Yeah, which it, is another two no, years it after could that. Be even further after look, that. Look, yeah. Even if the deal got signed tomorrow, the old, the old, I could see Reed Richards coming in, and I could see introducing Surfer somewhere. Tied into Infinity War, like part two, maybe. Yeah, like well, I can see Galactus. That. They can make Galactus the big bad it's, to replace yeah, Thanos, and they do it the right way because we've already seen what the size of a we already seen what the size of a head looks like that big, mm-hmm. right? In Guardians, in Guardians, right? So we've seen it, right. it's out there, out there. Yep. they can do it. They just don't have the rights to it. So um, it's, it's a huge that story, is huge, huge implications all over the place, really. But mm-hmm. we'll we'll see what actually and and. It, also, there are legal hurdles that have to get past the FCC, the SEC. Oh, there, like, there, a, are, there are there are a lot of potential if, yeah, monopoly if, busters. If they are buying, too. if they're buying the the movie studio, that's the easiest one for them to get. For sure, no the doubt, easiest one for them to get. Mm-hmm. Where they run into problems with the FCC is TV. Right, that's exactly. where they run into. So problems. we'll see what happens. Not fucking movie theater. They no. can buy the movie theater tomorrow. The movie theater. They can buy the yeah. movie company tomorrow. And it would be the, – the ink could be dry and done tomorrow, and nobody would have anything to say about it because movie companies buy movie companies all the, all the time. time. So it's not that big a deal. And God God willing, if if any part of this that they should get their fucking hands on should be that goddamn movie company because, I mean – I mean, it just it, it. Everybody comes home. It blows yep. everything yep. up. It yep. blows everything. Everybody comes home, and with, everything with up. the way those franchises are working right now over at Fox, you don't even need to really reboot everything at all. You just need to recarry well, it. Well, the FF. Well, yes, the FF, but the X film franchise, you don't need to reboot it. You just need to carry it forward from where it stands because technically it stands in the 90s. So yeah, we're yep. good. We're, we're not even caught up to Iron Man yet, technically. Yeah. So yeah. we're good. We're good. Yep. I, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. The, the only the only sticky no... wicket you have is the is Quicksilver in that uh, in that realm. If he's yes. if, you, if you are if you are truly if you truly combine the MCU with that uh, still standing universe, you gotta. Uh, you that gotta, is, that you is might the, have to eye of Agamotto that a little bit. Yeah, yeah but, but you know what? Wicket. But you know what though? You really don't because he's dead in the MCU. Uh, this is, yeah, actually, this so is true. you really don't have to address it at all. You only have to address it if they combine universes. And even then, it's like there's another guy named Quicksilver. Once offhand, now. offhand, the comment about him traveling through time with Bishop or some shit. There you go. Done. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's kind of easy yeah. to kind of straighten that out. Not that I think they would even address it. Not that I even think that if this studio purchase happened that i don't i, I think, think we're so far leave, ahead of ourselves oh god yeah, yeah. i think they believe the x-men universe alone anyway yeah i think the star wars thing is way more important Ex- even than the MCU. that's the news the that's reed, the news the all reed richards thing is slightly less important i think slight only slightly mm. because they need another lead to carry the sure. mcu because stark is just running his course i'm not saying he should go away he should still pop up all the time he should be the the fucking uh, Nick Fury, Fury yeah. of yeah. Phase Four, etc. But they need they need somebody else, and they have to get him and cast him brilliantly because he's the yeah. only one that can you know, characterize. So right now, what are we only looking one. at? Potentially strange is about it. Right now, no, it would yeah. be the glue holding that together. He just no? doesn't. He just doesn't though. He doesn't it's have not his gravitas character. that, that yeah. Star character. He just doesn't. He yeah. just doesn't do it. But the Star Wars thing, I like his R's though. Yeah, yeah. Thor Odinson. He's right above <laughs> uh, the Star Wars thing. Is right above that though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that gives them unfettered 
access to that movie, which they just don't have. And they will make a a fucking mint if they re-release those movies untouched, number one. You, you know a 4K restoration will happen yeah. if yeah. they get their hands on that. And yeah. Got, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. But it'll be it's the It's time original. for a new TV in my house yeah. when, when it does. But, but it'll be the – but the point is it'll be the original cut, not the special right. edition. And they – I mean – they will theatrically re-release that film, yep, and it will go gangbusters, yep. You know, uh, it, it's just so much money to be made. I just, yep. I just think it's amazing. So anyway, yeah, right. I hope it happens too. It's it's a lot of spitballing and speculation, but the fact, I mean, let's be honest, Disney doesn't really go after things that they don't get. So if they want, they it, really too, want it, they'll get it. They'll they get it. they they'll will get figure it. out it's, a way. It's whether or not they want it. That's what it comes uh, down to. The mouse, ah. Uh, yeah. Finds a way. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I own all this shit now. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually recently read that at least just on the film franchise end alone, Disney has now broken even on the Star Wars deal. Not including merchandising, just the films, they've yep. broken even. Yep. Yeah, I That's told believable. you. Yeah. I said yeah. three films. Yeah. So, so, done and done. All right. Absolutely brilliant. There's a, And on the other side of this coin, there are a lot of, uh, you, you bounce around on Twitter a little bit. I know Ben David Grib- Grabinski brought up concerns or anything. There's, there's a lot of concern about the monopoly angle and people losing jobs right and left and, uh, and all this other stuff. And I just, uh, I don't, I don't know that I see negatives no, to, I don't uh, to so. this, bah, this turnaround, so. but. And with that, OG. Well, hold on. We gotta we gotta do the we oh. gotta do the outro stuff. All right. Um and, and and actually before we even do the outro stuff, stay tuned for halfway through the closing song. Yeah. We have a special for you today. We have a we have a post credit. Yeah. Um so West Coast Scott recently visited yes. two big conventions out on the West Coast. Right. And he, he uh he gave us a really in depth review of those two conventions and we didn't want to sandwich it in the middle of the show. So it's gonna play as a it's our it's our credit stinger. Yes. So it's there in its entirety. It's about ten minutes long. Give it a listen. It's great. Yeah, it's really good stuff. To. Uh thank you to Scott, of course, for doing that. Um, but back to us. Don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. You can find us over at Facebook, facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Over in the social media, I am geekstuffog across all of the platforms. I am Big Kev GS on uh, Xbox One, and I am uh, BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. And I am K Robert Marlowe on the Instagram. So there you go. You can find us there. Please subscribe um, on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. That really helps. Please check out and like the Facebook page. Yeah. That really helps. Yeah. Please use the Amazon link. That really helps. Lots of things help. And uh, please stick around and listen to uh, West Coast Scott's reviews. They're worth, they're worth your time. Yes. And with that, OG, we will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close slightly differently than normal by saying check out West Coast Scott. And on that note, we cue the music. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. Hey gentlemen, it's West Coast Scott here. I wanted to report on a couple of conventions that I was able to go to out here in Southern California. The first one is a small convention. This is only their second year. It took place out in Pasadena about a month ago and it was called NerdBot Con. This is a group of local folks here in Southern California that have started putting together some content. You know, they have their own uh, Facebook page and a YouTube channel. and Just real nice people that we've met at a couple of different conventions around and they did their first year convention last year this is their second year 
So NerdBotCon was really nice for a second year convention. They had some live music going on on a main stage. There were plenty of artists and vendors, uh, you know, kind of the usual fare, but it's always nice to go to the smaller cons. And you sometimes get some vendors, some artists, and and, uh, people that make things that you don't normally maybe see at some of the bigger conventions. I bought a nice Batman bow tie that someone had made. There was lots of, of good artwork, but one person in particular that I wanted to mention, I've seen him at quite a few conventions over the years. He typically cosplays as uh, Commander Riker. His name is William O'Neill, and his Commander Riker is awesome. He's just got the look down. Um, but he goes by the Gentleman Nerd. His Etsy shop is Gentleman Nerd World. And he does some pretty neat artwork where it's kind of half and half, so it'll have the same actor play two different characters. You know, So it'll be Han Solo and Indiana Jones. And, and so on. But the one that I really liked was uh, half Hans Gruber and half uh, Snape. And so I really enjoyed that one. But the other thing that I did pick up a couple of is he takes pages out of the novelizations of, you know, sci-fi nerdy things and draws on them. So there was you know, the title page from the 89 Batman novelization, and he drew a really nice picture of the Batmobile on it. And then the one that I picked up that was really, uh, I really liked is it's the page from the Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan novelization where Kirk is yelling, Khan! So it's the image of Kirk yelling to the abyss, uh, yelling at Khan. And I really appreciated that one too. He had lots of different ones to choose from. Obviously, I bought some prints, but he also sold uh, the originals on a lot of those as well. But it was nice to go to a different convention that was a little bit smaller, good cosplay. There was a little more time to hang out and, and meet people. So that was kind of fun. So if you're in the Southern California area and you, or you are just needing a little more nerdy content, check out nerdbot.com and then NerdBotCon was their convention. So they should be having their third year out in Pasadena next year, but I would say mid-September. And so then the big convention, which was last weekend, was... I still call it Kamikaze. They have uh, made the attempt to rebrand it as Stan Lee's L.A. Comic-Con. And I think at some point it'll just be L.A. Comic-Con. They haven't done that good of a job rebranding it because all of the signage behind the people at the panel still says Kamikaze all over it. But the hashtag was kind of confusing. I would still hashtag it Kamikaze. And there was hashtag LACC and hashtag Stan Lee's L.A. Comic-Con. So... The con with many names, I guess you could call it, in Los Angeles. And uh, the most interesting thing about this convention was that San Diego chose the Saturday during the L.A. Comic-Con to have returning registration. So imagine all the folks that want to go to the L.A. Comic-Con. Well, they have to stay home in the morning and try to get into the epic registration room. So that was kind of a hassle for lots of people. Uh, Brittany and I, my wife and I, were lucky enough to get uh, all five days again. So we'll be attending San Diego Comic-Con next year. We were lucky enough to stay at an Airbnb directly across from the L.A. Convention Center, which is very convenient to get to the con. Not so convenient if you'd like to sleep because the clubs and road noise from around the convention center when there's uh, Lakers games going on and all kinds of other stuff going on in L.A. make it a little difficult to sleep, but easy to walk to the convention. As far as the convention goes, it, it feels it felt a little light this year. It, you know, I think the big thing on the on Saturday was the Rock was there to promote Jumanji. Now, that was exciting. Lots of people were there for that. There was lots of cosplay, and, but the convention seems short. It ends at six o'clock on Friday and six o'clock on Saturday and four o'clock on Sunday. And unlike San Diego, there's not a lot of 
panels that go later, like the convention floor closes, and then there's really not that much going on out there. Again, it's Los Angeles. There's plenty of stuff to do around the convention center. They had an after party. The Black Eyed Peas were like the musical guests. So, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on at the convention. The Artist Alley was great. A lot of good artists there. Uh, I would specifically like to call out Joey Spioto. You know, he's the artist that recently did the Little Golden Book Kickstarter, and that one was very successful. I think OG got in on that one, and, and I did as well. He did the Firefly. He did the Firefly graphic novel. And uh, I picked up one of those at San Diego. And so based on the success of his first Kickstarter, he's got another one. This time it is for his album covers. And that one, also successful, should be shipping soon. He showed me a um, production sample. So it's uh, kind of a proof. So that should be coming out soon for anyone that got on the Joey Spioto bandwagon. And if you're not, jump on it. He's got some great artwork. So I, I enjoyed Artist Alley a lot of the... At this point, I'm getting to know a lot of the artists that I, that I like and go stop and say hi to them all throughout uh, Artist Alley. When I walked by Anthony Helmer's booth where he was doing commissions, he wasn't there, so I was not able to get my uh, lollipop. I was going to mention Big Kev's Geek stuff and get that. I think he walked back right after I was there. I kind of sent him a, a, an Instagram of his empty booth saying, hey, where are you? And he said, oh, I'm here now, literally moments later. But we did not get a chance to get back over there and say hi to Anthony. Then the rest of the con is is you know pretty standard. Up and down the aisles is plenty of, of goodies, lots of nostalgic toys. I didn't get to too many panels. There was a Twin Peaks panel, which I enjoyed. Uh, I got to see Kimmy Robertson and Harry Goes, who, of course, Deputy Andy and Lucy from Twin Peaks. What I thought was strange about that is it was moderated by the comic book men. So it was really more of a combination panel because the comic book men talked about as much as the Twin Peaks uh, cast members did. But I was able to get a, a photo with them. Which is fun because I do a Twin Peaks podcast with my buddy over there called the Who Killed Laura podcast. If anyone's interested in that, shameless plug. I went to a couple of cosplay panels. And I think that that's the thing you get in L.A. is it's easier to get into some of those panels. They even clear the rooms, even though some of the rooms are plenty large to have what's going on. You don't have to really worry about getting shut out to the panels. But you're also not going to have, you know, the cast of the Justice League in a panel at Kamikaze, even though it's in L.A. It would seem that since it's in Los Angeles and it's trying to compete with San Diego, that they would start to get the really big panels. One year they had kind of a Hall H across the way in the Microsoft Theater. I, I don't think that that really worked out, and, and they're not really using the, the, the big giant rooms for it like they used to. So I think they're still kind of finding their footing on the L.A. Comic-Con thing. It's still a pretty big convention. It, it draws a big crowd. The facility over there in L.A. is a, a good convention center. They even pulled... WonderCon over there when they were doing some remodels on the Anaheim Convention Center. So I expect this convention to continue to grow. I'm assuming that one of these days when Mr. Lee is no longer with us, they will change the name to simply the LA Comic-Con or LACC. But we'll see. I'm interested if anybody, any other uh, Big Cubs Geek Stuff listeners got out there to LA Comic-Con. We had a good time taking photos with, with friends and doing uh, the cosplay thing. I think the best thing that's happened... Over the last couple of years since I've been going to conventions and my wife and I have been doing our podcast and we've been meeting a lot of cosplayers and just it gives you something in common to talk about and, and you get to meet with your friends and see what they dressed as this year. Talk about different techniques and pulling costume out of the thrift store at the last minute and everybody seems to have those kind of war stories. So I really feel like the cosplay community is becoming the most important part of going to conventions. Something interesting about the cosplay community at Stanley's LA Comic Con, they did not allow any prop guns at all. So it didn't matter 
what it looked like if it was a gun, it couldn't come in. You could still have your prop, your other prop weapons, as long as they went through weapons check. So, you know, there were uh, still swords and, and other big props, just no gun-shaped props. And I'm sure that's as a result of all the recent news, especially with uh, the, I think it was Phoenix Comic Con that was such a big deal. So I'm rambling on. Please feel free to cut this down if you want to cut out some of that superfluous information there. If you want more details on what's going on, check out uh, Pi Day Cosplay. That's my wife and I's uh, Instagram and Twitter. There will be links to our podcast there. And hey, if you're a Twin Peaks fan, check out the Who Killed Laura podcast over on iTunes. So I'll sign off as the West Coast correspondent for Big Kev's Geek Stuff out here and hope you guys have a good one. Thanks again. I know to compare with pure imagination Living there you'll be free If you truly wish to be